Have you applied to become a naturalized citizen, waited several months, and still don't know when you'll be able to take the next step forward? You're not alone. I'll explain in just a moment. You're listening to the Immigration Mastermind. This is Carlos Batara. Since mid-March, the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services has been closed to the public due to the coronavirus pandemic. Now that offices are slowly reopening, the processing of citizenship applications and swearing-in ceremonies have recommenced. Yet, like most things immigration, not without controversy. Some reports estimate Before the government shutdown, more than 125,000 would-be new Americans had fully completed the naturalization process, except for the swearing-in ceremony. In addition, USCIS statistics show that prior to the pandemic, nearly 60,000 new citizens were being sworn in every month. That's a ton of people on hold. So what's the plan to get the ball rolling again? In Massachusetts, one of the first states to begin the swearing-in process, immigration offices there plan to swear in 80 to 200 new citizens per day. By mid-July, the Boston federal courts will start to chip in. They plan to hold four ceremonies each day with up to 25 people in each group. Nationwide, in the first week of the government office reopenings, about 2,000 new citizens were sworn in. In the meantime, as they wait, delayed citizenship can have various consequences on immigrants. These include not being able to apply for certain government job vacancies, not being able to sponsor certain family members for lawful immigration status, not being able to vote in elections. The primary problem, according to USCIS, is the ongoing risk of virus transmission in indoor gatherings and the need to ensure proper social distancing precautions. As a result, some immigration offices have begun holding small naturalization oath ceremonies in their parking lots. Not all offices can accommodate such measures. Immigrant advocates are critical of this slow catch-up process. They assert the government can hold oath ceremonies online. However, the government points out that under the law, specifically, Title VIII of the Code of Federal Regulations, immigrants must appear in person to take the oath of allegiance. But if that's the sole hang-up for such a solution, then why aren't those congressional members who allegedly support online ceremonies pushing to modify the federal code? Thanks for listening. And remember to keep your chin up because together, We can make the world a better place, one immigrant 
at a time.